bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Here we go, huh? We can do this. You better believe it. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Another edition of the Modern Eater Show. And this is a good one. It's special to us as I look at, uh, first of all, live on uh, Facebook, live on YouTube. Just search out the Modern Eater. Check out all the action that happens here in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. And uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich Schneider. We got all the guys on the mics right now. That's scary. Yes, that's indeed. really scary. It is. Special night because we're doing sponsor appreciation night, and it's amazing how much talent that we have with the sponsors that are in the house tonight. And it's kind of heartwarming because these sponsors, as Ryan Evans from Brews Beers comes through the door, the talent is very big tonight. Huge. I mean, you can smell it. You can hear it. Pretty soon we're going to taste it. I, I like fun. where you're going. You start with the, <laughs> start with the smelling it. <laughs> I mean, look at these. We've got these Rome sausages right here being grilled. This is awesome. You know, that's the one thing, isn't it awesome about this place, Rich, is, is that we have these this incredible talent. All these chefs come down and of all, all over town from all different walks, these guys and ga- gals come down to this show. And then sometimes they'll take other people's food and make it better. Oh, yeah. So, like, this is like tonight he's got a Rome sausage, Rome's sausage, but now he's about to elevate it. With something else, we've got kielbasa, sausage. They're throwing out nachos and all kinds of stuff. It is so cool the collaboration that happens here at the Modern Kitchen in, in or the Studio too. Kitchen at Modern. In, in, in Eater, seconds sorry. too. Yeah. Cool people are joining us on Facebook. Hello, how are you? Uh, good to see everybody here tonight. And when when you talk about sponsors and you talk about what it takes to pull off a show, and people think that a lot of people think we're nine news. You know, we show up and. <laughs> And it's just easy to do and, and uh, you know, all the money in the world and we're there to d- report a story. We've told so many uh, over the past four years. We're coming up on our four-year anniversary. And to tell the stories of the people, the products, and the services in our hyper-local community, guess what? It costs money, you know, to come into Studio Kitchen and eat all of these delicious ingredients that are provided and, and to bring these people together to network and, and what we do um, there's a business side to it. Strange notion, I yeah. know. And with that business side, our sponsors mean so much to us. What they do, their businesses, and they're vetted out very carefully. There's a lot of thought and discussion within the Modern Eater team of, is this something that we can stand by with the same ethos of what we do, who, who we are, what we believe in, mm-hmm. what we believe in in our community. And I got to tell you what. We have some of the best sponsors curated within this brand that you could ever believe. So when you hear the commercials for our sponsors, when you hear them on the show tonight, when you be- when, when you hear their stories and you hear about their products and their services, you can believe this is top-notch, homegrown, Colorado, the best that you, the best of the best, the cream of the crop. And as we add more sponsors, you got to know that you can believe in them just as much. So please, it means the world to us and these businesses to where you do business with them, simply put. So. Well, and you know, the other thing we've done is we've we've selected, we've curated these brands, uh, these companies, so that your company, truly, by doing business with them, you will have a better business. 
I just yeah. had a bite of the Rome sausage. Was that awesome? Oh, I saw you sit, standing there holding it. I was wondering. Well, uh, because, you know, you have a mouthful of food and while you're trying to talk. Didn't want to do the open that way. And Mark <laughs> Whistler, who's become a, a great friend of mine and owner of the Goods restaurant on Colfax, he, he utilizes as much of the, because it, we're t- we turn him on to it. And he's like, oh, my goodness, you know what? I'm in the kitchen all the time. I'm busting yeah. my books. I don't know where to turn to from products that are local that we can believe in. And that's it. When you hear this, if you're a restaurant owner, a bar owner, a rancher, and a farmer, please reach out. Connect with us. On hey, the guys, I got one show. for you. Listen to this. Stop money wandering. Because the reality is, is when you support local, your money stays here. It doesn't wander out of the state. And that's sure. something that no one really thinks about. What we do is we continually inject money into our economy it's about bringing people here who care about us. Like, you know, one of our first guests tonight is an energy company that's helping people in Colorado save money so they can spend more money back in Colorado. And back on the show, his name is Brian Rizzuto and Encore Energy. I got to tell you what, giving us the electricity that we have in this room tonight. If you could bottle that, we'd get it from you. <laughs> but uh, Encore Energy, a relatively new sponsor of just a couple of months, but... It's got to warm your heart to see this community of people that you contribute to and and um, bless you and, and your family and, and what you do with your work as a means of the world to us. So we want to make sure that people are doing business with you, Brian. Yeah, we appreciate it. And welcome. I'm glad to be back here. I'm super excited. And what a team. <laughs> it's a good team. I know, you know, the first time Brian was a little nervous. He was over <laughs> on, on the side holding the piece of paper and shaking. And now look at him. He's like an old pro. Absolutely. I, I love what I do, just like you guys. Yeah. So I save customers money. I save businesses money, restaurants money, hotels money, um, breweries money, and they do nothing. I yeah. show up, and I figure out how much savings, and pretty simple. So let's go down the list of the sponsors that we're going to be featuring tonight. So our very own Brian Freeman from Growers Organic, okay? Could you save Brian money? Absolutely. Absolutely. How could you save Brian money? Well, what happens, I would meet with Brian. I would look at 12 months' worth of his gas bills, and I'd break them down and say, hey, if you were my customer during the same 12 months, Encore Energy would have saved you this much money. And it's real money. I mean, they're either giving it to XL Energy or they're putting it back in their pockets. And what's so cool is you don't have to do anything at all to get the savings. You just have the meeting with Brian. And then what that turns into is he just flips a switch on his side. It's effortless on your side if you take that step to work with Encore Energy. This Proud Souls grill is getting hot behind <laughs> me. I thought I was about to ignite. It's getting hot in here in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. So on that notion, you go to down the list to Rockalitas Tortillas. Rich, you're a customer of Brian. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to bring Brian over here because one of the things we, one of the core things we wanted to do here is to show something that maybe hasn't been shown before. And there's a lot of people that are always working the labor or food costs or these other traditional costs that they know about. But how, uh, there are thousands, thousands of them that don't know this is available to them, and it's a way to save money and make more. And, and, and I mean, just it's it's a way to magnify. Here's your one to throw at you: how far how far of reach do you have? Colorado Mills sunflower products. Could you so, save them a well, trillion dollars? Actually, here's what we do: do we pretty much do the Western Slope? Okay. Anywhere where XL Energy serves, we can save a customer money if they're large enough. So restaurant, the Goods Restaurant, Mark Whistler here. Absolutely, since he's cooking food. So remember, anybody that's using a lot of natural gas, and the way we figure that out is if you spend about a thousand dollars a month. 
on natural gas, I can save you money. And that savings is going to range between 8% and upwards of 22%. So it's free money. Yeah. And when you talk to a guy like Mark Whistler from The Goods, and we talk about margins all the time, especially in the restaurant industry, if you can get a little bit money back out of a different column, you know, and put it into another column to where you're saving that to be able to pay for something else, whether it's these higher wages or what have you, that's very valuable to people. So I'd say reach out to Encore Energy. Well, in most businesses, especially around the food industry, we all have such low margins. And so the reality is, is a lot of people don't understand that we're working on 3% net at the end of the day. That's nothing. I mean, if some people, I try to put that in perspective you know, three quarters of a million dollars worth of sales only nets us $20,000 at the end of the day. Yeah. If we can save $1,000 here or there, we're going to do it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I hope people hear this because if you're a manufacturer, you're a restaurateur, you know, you're in this food industry, you need to save money anywhere you can. And yeah. something like Encore does. That Brian, you. thank you, man. Thank I, you. I'll tell you what, um, your, your commercial is going to be running here. Uh, shortly, but I'd like for people to know how to reach out to you. Yeah, you can reach me on my, my personal cell phone at 720-245-5771. Again? 720-245-5771. Cool, man. Here's a good one up next. Uh, chef Joel Thompson. He is a gentleman that's a chef for Ardent Mills. And Ardent Mills is a company that, um, I'll tell you what, Richie, why don't you jump on over there to your uh, station? Because I'm going to bring you to break. Are you all set for that? We're starting at the uh, 7 o'clock. Why? Seven o'clock tonight. That's, well, that's, hey, Jay, everybody. Uh, hey, Jay that's Parker. What, that's what we talked about, is yeah. doing his interviews at 7 o'clock. No, so no. the camera's being used on chefs. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. Does anyone know where Jeff Rourke is? I see somebody pouring their money down the drain over here. Yes. We've got a faulty tap here. Where's Jeff Rourke? Uh, we'll talk about Jeff Rourke here. <laughs> another great sponsor of the Modern Eater Show. Okay, we're going to take a break from Studio Kitchen Colorado. Arden Mills, a new uh, sponsor of the, uh, of the Modern Eater Show. And this brand, I'll tell you what, wait until you hear about it. Uh, they're coming up next. We're going to take that turnaround right now from Studio Kitchen Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Little Rich here. It's the new year, and we're all looking for ways to save money. Here's a tip I bet you didn't know about. Do what I do. Buy your natural gas wholesale. Instantly saving 10 to 12% off your gas bill every single month. Baby, that's some serious cash. Do what I've done for years and call Brian Rizzuto at Encore Energy today. The sooner you call, the sooner you save. Call Brian at Encore Energy, 720-245-5771. That's 720-245-5771. Save money on natural 
natural gas with Encore Energy. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of 4 by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumplings. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Oh, yes, we can do this. Huh? We're getting it together. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich Snyder stepped aside to do Little Rich stuff <laughs> within the kitchen. <laughs> uh, sponsor appreciation night tonight, Brian. And uh, what's so cool is the talent that we have in the house here. And what uh, Chef Emma Nemechek, she's getting ready. But we got Zach Kreider. Zach, hey guys. What's going on, man? Colorado Mill Sunflower Products. That's us. Good stuff. I know. I need to actually try some of your new products because you guys have a whole new line of skincare, body care, beauty care. Yeah, whatever. You know, we got we got a lot going on. Uh, the, I mean, I've used sunflower oil all over my body, if I can tell you that. I don't know. Can we say that? It's a great moisturizer. You know, oh, it is a great moisturizer. Vitamin E content's just out of control. It's, you know, it's, it's higher than anything else. Uh, great skincare product, uh, like 20 attributes to hair, nails, skin. Um, yeah, we got some cool things going on. So Heck of a lubricant. You can run your lawnmower with it, you know, I mean. Uh. Oil, yeah, it works. It works. Squeaky door. Squeaky door, yeah. Squeaky door. m here she is. Hello. How are Hi you, everyone. Chef? I'm very good. Thank you good for having to see me you. here. The Omni Interlock in Hotel, and, what is it, Hotel and Spa, Hotel Resort? Resort and Spa. Resort Omni and Spa. Resort and Did spa. I write that, on over, write that right over there? Hotel. Omni Interlock and, and Resort. Hotel and oh. Resort. Spa, that's the same. No problem. <laughs> they get Fancy it. Fancy place. We know what it is. The fa- Did you bring a chef friend of yours from the Omni tonight? Jay said something about that. Um, We are trying to. Uh, we have a new executive chef, uh, Zach Barnes, and we would like for him to come uh, show off his skills and, uh, you know, do some stuff with organics, uh, Brian's organics uh, products. But, yeah, we are in talks uh, not tonight, apparently, but maybe in the future. You're so talented, Emma. I oh, thank you. You do such in the community of uh, culinarians. Everybody loves Emma. Oh, uh, yeah, Emma. What you, and your work just stands out. I mean, you really could be bitchy. And with it, don't you think You're she to could be? There. Yes. Well, I love. That. We're letting you off easy tonight with the focaccia. I mean, yeah. it's she. She is truly. If you've ever seen one of her desserts or oh, tasted you. them. And not a lot of people, I guess, know that I could also do go outside doing desserts. So I do bake as well, and uh, uh, I mean breads as well. But you know, we use ardent mills uh, where I work, and so it's not like it's a show-off thing. We actually love the product, and that's why we use it. And partnering it with um, Colorado Mills, that's even better. I know. You know, so I'm so excited. So we're gonna do a flatbread today. Um, you know, I see sausages in there. Maybe we can throw something on the flatbread I bet tonight. you can cook Ooh, a mean that. steak, Emma. I love steak. <laughs> but my you? husband loves that better than, than I do. So. Really? Yeah. He's a grill man. He's a grill man. Yeah. I like to grill, too. Grilling is uh, one of those things that's kind of cathartic to guys. Yeah. 
guys love to stare at the fire. <laughs> I, don't know play with, I can play with fire, obviously. <laughs> but uh, what are you making, Emma? So we are doing um, uh, Italian uh, flatbread. Uh, it's called focaccia. So we're using the bread flour from Ardent Mills, and I've already done it, so it actually matures. I don't like to use fresh dough, so to speak. I like to have it like mature, like at least a day in the cooler and then you use it the next day. It's even better that way. So what we have here is now what I'm doing is dim we call it dimpling. Dimpling. Yes. You're dimpling the dough. <laughs> yes. If you're on We're Facebook Live, you will see Eminem check dimple the dough. The dough. So basically we'll put uh, we're getting um, some of the air out of the focaccia uh, dough and uh, if I can just uh, grab the um And Emma, what did you call the aging again? Um it's well it's basically fermentation there's like fermentation one fermentation two and three but like i'd like it to mature i call it maturing in okay. the in the cooler i i don't want to use fresh dough uh, so you is that can ma mature so you like yeah. it mature it will melt the flavor like my melts. friends a little more mature <laughs> there you go. That's why you hang out. So you're <laughs> yeah, that's why I hang out. <laughs> so you're basically walking the dough. It's a very slack dough. How it's long do you fondle that for, Emma? <laughs> She's as not fondling it. She's poking yeah, it. Yeah, poking it, dimpling it. I mean, it. Dimpling it, it looks like a nervous reaction. I'm about to freak out over here watching. You got anxiety? How long, how long do you do that for? Depending on your vessel. So you want to go, you want to walk it out there, so to speak, and then you're done. Depending on how thick you want, you know, you want to stop there, that's fine. All right. Okay. Okay. But so now, so it's rising or no? It is will, this a dough that doesn't, do you not put a lot will, of yeast in this? Or uh, It has yeast in there already. Okay. So basically, and um, the second rising will happen after I put all the um, ingredients that I want. So I, I just did salt. Almost like a naan. Exactly. Kind of like really pizza, honestly. Are you going to throw that on the on the grill behind me or in the oven? We can definitely do that, but this will go in the oven. Yeah. Do you have a finished one for us, um, like the magic of TV? No. No, what, no. What we're, do you think? We're, we're on Rachel Ray around here? This is no. serious. This is chefs that are <laughs> real chefs cooking <laughs> here <laughs> for us. Not so, the magic <laughs> of video. Using real ingredients, I'm, too. Real, exactly. Yeah, I'm doing like three <laughs> flavors in one dough just to kind of like show the people out there, but uh, you can definitely put anything you want mine i'm doing vegetarian but like i said i saw some great sausages over there i can probably throw in uh, if they let me and so it yeah i be mean i'd make that a pizza right yeah <laughs> um it is basically a yeah, pizza and then i like tomatoes um cheeses and stuff and i forget the cheese but we'll sprinkle it with parmesan and mozzarella oh, a little yeah. bit so you'll have the uh, melter they call it melter so as you like grab into your piece, you'll have your cheese in there. And so this will be um, rising for at least half an hour and a little thicker. And then uh, once it's done, we put it in the oven or the grill and time to enjoy. Will so it be done by the end of the show? Yes. Yes. I want to see that finished product. Emma, can we take show? one of those Roma tomatoes down there maybe and put it on the grill and roast it right up? Definitely, yes. Ooh, on yeah. top. That so sounds sexy. Once I go back to my station, we'll get all those sexy food stuff <laughs> there so yeah Emma, i love it when you talk dirty in the kitchen oh hello <laughs> so it was it was my fault last segment because i think i said joel was coming up next and zach uh Kreider from colorado mill sunflower products what's the update man we're coming into it are we starting to uh plant right now oh we're getting close you know summertime's coming around our springtime i guess uh, i'm know, ready yeah you know this weather is everybody's got the itch you know, to get out there and start getting dirty, you know. Um, but things are going well. You know, we're running 24-7. Um, you had a decent crop this last year, you know. 
and uh, we're just looking at a lot of different avenues of where water level way up this year. Yeah, snowmelt uh, snowpack is like 140 percent, so yep. the rivers will be flowing, reservoirs will be full, you know, and the uh, ditches will be moving some <laughs> yeah. water this year. Uh, yeah, the, the um, sunflower oil in particularly, uh, in particular, is such a clean uh, product that highlights the foods that you're cooking. You know, it doesn't really, it takes a Well, it doesn't step, have the flavor. But it doesn't have this depth of flavor that confuses people right. with their oil. So I ran out of some at home. You know, and everybody's Last like, oh, oil, you know, high heat and, you know, dressings. But like with Emma here with, with baking with it, you know, that's where we see a ton of value and, and a tremendous savings, you know, um, cutting your recipe, you know, our favorite baker, Rockalita's tortillas, you know, they are the true testament. They cut their oil percentage by 30% when they switched to ours. Mm -hmm. And they got flaky tortillas, you know, good tasting. You know, they, it works. The product and people don't, up. You know, yeah. when it comes to baking, this is your baking oil. Well, you should hear this story because Greg ran out. I, well, no, and I, he, I did. He I had to use a, an inferior no. product. No, I, actually, I didn't. I, I did would. you stop? You wouldn't I, cook. No, I, I, will, I will drive it to you. Just call me. I, had some, I actually had some spectrum in the uh, cabinet, but I was I was a little sad. I did I did use a bit of that. You but cheated? I, I, well, well, here's the deal. That <laughs> so I, mean. I was actually in morning to where it there's not a lot of things that i can substitute pretty easy but i really needed that uh, colorado mill sunflower oil and um, the multi uses i use it to coat my cast iron when i after i clean it and i put it away i use it for um, various ingredients for baking i use it in the in the pan to saute i use it for so many things that when it was missing out of my life it, 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 I could, it was a big deal i could feel it well and here let me go into something because on the agriculture side of what zach does with colorado mills I don't think many people understand that sunflowers aren't something that we don't need GMO sunflowers. We don't need a lot of pesticides or any pesticides. We don't need the, the intense fertilizers that they have to use. Growing sunflowers. Less water. Less water you know, all the way around. Tell us that. Yeah, you know, 35% less water is needed but, uh, you know, compared to corn or soy. Um, you know, most of it's dry land. We do have some irrigated acreage down there, but a lot of it's dry land. Um, in our area of the, of the state, it, it thrives because we are a, a dry, arid, uh, you, know, gem, uh, you know, geographic region, and um, it works. You know, a lot of our farmers practice responsible practices, you know, and, and, and that's leading to such high-quality products. You know, we have a proprietary refining process that nobody else has in the country, so other sunflower oils are not the same as our oil. You know, we can achieve higher vitamin E levels more natural you know so it works and that's where we're seeing with a lot of the success that we're having is because we are different than other oils but it's definitely different than other sunflower oils uh victoria's gluten-free one of one of our good friends they tried another sunflower oil from their original i think canola and it was great and then they switched to our sunflower oil and it put it on a whole nother level you know, and I've, people call it, it's a secret ingredient. You know, there's bakers out there. Secret sauce. You know, there's, it's a right. secret ingredient to and what they have. it's great to see that chefs like Emma say, you know what, this is a part of my dish tonight. As I watch your bread rise. <laughs> That should be like a Slowly. looks delicious. That should be a drama for, for, <laughs> but I for think bakers. We um you talk about this. I think um I will definitely incorporate this with other stuff Thank in you. my um, pastry kitchen. Um like you know it'll be a testament. I'm using it right now. So you know we on on pastries and baking. You know um Chef Cheeto. I love the guy. He you know they've he's made side by side. You know just white cake. 
and there's a color difference like you would think in, in a cake would, would there be a color difference yeah and one was fluffier one was lighter and that was our colorado mills oil now compared you're just to vegetable oil. <laughs> now you're just well, here i'll show off I, because I, I, I his oil is that, so yeah. good not only can you cook with it you can make skincare products out of it. it. That <laughs> is like you can drink it. it it's hard healthy. It'll improve it's your six, cholesterol. It's, right. it's 6:30 it's, on 6:30 K. How uh, we got that? Thank thanks, you. Zach Kreider. Thank, thank you, man, you guys. As always, he's a friend of the show. Same with Emma. We love when Emma can thank stop you. by. Let's can't, eat some of this. Can't Let's wait to see your bread. We'll see the after on that. Definitely. Thank Emma Nemechek, uh, the Omni. I'll it's just say the Omni. The Omni. Interlocking. Resort and spa. Go see Emma. <laughs> Delicious stuff that you do, Emma. Thank you Thank so much. You, All right, Joe Thompson, uh, Chef Joel, he's coming up next. Uh, it was uh, my mistake the last uh, segment when I uh, promoted Joel would be coming up. But uh, the man of the hour will be coming up, Arden Mills. Their executive chef for Arden Mills. You'll be hearing that and more next. Stick around. Watch all the great food on Facebook. This is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado okay. Mills. Back to Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Momentarily, uh, momentarily Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Um, this is a good guy right here. I'm telling you, family man. Jeff and his wife, Kristen. Kristen and Jeff Rourke, they have a great business. 20 years in the business, installing tap lines, doing maintenance on tap lines. But he's the most trusted man. They sent him all over the place. Uh, Colorado is where he really uh, sunk down his anchor. But uh, they're flying him out nationally for places like Punchbowl Social. I'll tell you what, when you look at Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions and you look at a supporter of the Modern Eater Show, he's done so much for us, and we can't thank him enough. So if you're a restaurateur or you own a bar or... Uh, a brewery, if you got some miles on you and you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing when you're doing that? You're, you're pouring, pouring your, your money, money down, down the drain. drain. Just call Jeff. Don't pour your money down the drain. He'll make it all come true for you. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. I had a new graphic for that. For A-Plus Beverage Solutions, it didn't make it on the show tonight. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke. And A-plus beverage solutions. Hi, everybody. This is Chef Carrie Barrett from Bardo here in Denver. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That sounds good. <laughs> and you are listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, let's go. Back yes, to Studio indeed. Kitchen, Colorado. Greg and Brian, uh, Jay doing great work on our Facebook live stream. 
And uh, continuing now, I, I, I said it a little too early. I jumped the gun, but he's on the show now. His name's Chef Joel Thompson. He's uh, Arden Mills, executive chef. Welcome to the show. Wait, he's bigger than the executive. What is he? He's bigger. He's the corporate, corporate chef. Corporate. Corporate. R&D. R&D like, chef, I, I man. I like to leave the corporate out, though. It sounds way too fancy. It does. <laughs> it's, I mean, everybody digs corporate, man. Every, yeah, everybody digs corporate. Yeah, Have you cool. seen The Office, man? You want to be in The Office? <laughs> I'm living The Office. Welcome to the show officially for the first time. Thank you. And this gentleman here, I want you to do an introduction. This is the first time we've met, sir. Uh, first time to the Modernator show, but I got to tell you, we wrote. did we write your name down on the board correctly? Because, Don, if that's not spelled right, it wasn't uh, my fault. Well, it's close. It's real close. It's hey, more like tr- it's more like trouble, but with trouble. an L E instead of an A. Oh really? Yeah, T R O U. Hey, good enough for you guys. Yeah, I'm okay. fine. It's fine. Welcome to the show, my friend. <laughs> We've been starting to um, uh, get to know Arden Mills, and the more and more that I dig in, um, the more and more I fall in love with this company. So based here in Denver, Colorado, and doing so much on a national and worldwide basis, really. But what you mean to Colorado guys? Uh, first of all, who can take it away of, of Really, just for those that don't know, what is Arden Mills? So Arden Mills, we're like you said, Greg, we're a national flour miller, but our headquarters is here in Denver, and our roots are really in Colorado. And so we are supporting the local grain chain. We're working with farmers across the state and in the surrounding states and really across the country. But we've placed a big emphasis on supporting that local grain economy, flour economy, and just trying to help chefs. You know, we love grains. We love flour. And I feel like if you've been following Atkins and all this stuff for a long time, people yeah. are anti that. You know what? We're beyond that now. Yeah. We've got good beer. We've got good food. We've got good focaccia going on. we got awesome quinoa stuff that Chef Joel's doing. So we love grains, and we love supporting that local economy. Well, and Don, let me jump in about that because what you guys support, what I, I think you're missing a little bit, and I don't mean to be rude, but you guys are really plowing it back into the heritage grain, the heirloom grain movement of trying to figure out what are these grains that we were using 100, 1,000 years ago that are something that, you know, listen, I, I think we the grain industry, it was actually the big bad guy for a while. Yep. Because what we were doing is, is we were creating grains that had higher gluten content because that protects the, the berry so you can get a number one. And so we took grains, we're all about production. And one of the things that I think one of your divisions is doing here in Colorado, and I'm a little bit more intimate than you might not know, is, is you guys are out there trying to bring back these grains, things like winter red, white, yeah, so, I, you, you, you're, so it's, it's not just the amount of gluten. Am I there? Yeah, there you go, oh. babe. All right, so it's not just the babe. amount of gluten. It's the it's the right gluten. It's the way the gluten existed hundreds of years ago. Exactly. And so the gluten that's been built, uh, you know, over uh, changing the species of wheat uh, has also changed uh, uh, the way our body metabolizes that. We don't metabolize gluten the way we did two or three hundred years ago. So it's affecting a lot of people. We're trying to get away from, you know, not away from gluten-free, but we prefer to use the word gluten-smart, the right types of glutens, you know, in, in, in modesty makes a much better formula. Well, because gluten's always going to be there. People don't understand. It's the sheath of the berry. It's what protects. That's correct. Well, the gluten's actually on the inside. So... But, I mean, well, the inside of the sheath, or but yeah, because on the outside you have the bran, the and then inside you have the germ, which would become the plant, 
and the gluten is part of the endosperm. If we're gonna, you know, make I love it middle school jokes, right? But the endosperm is that that's carbohydrates. Yeah. It fuels that plant. And actually, I mean, I think the science is still out there, but I think you said a really good thing, Brian, which is, and you're right, I'm part of a team within Ardent Mills called the Annex. Um, it's our cool, hip name. There's a few of us that are focused on this local grain thing. And I think more than anything, Ardent Mills is about choice. We we love the flavor of heirloom grains. The, it's it's an undiscovered country for a lot of people and for a lot of chefs. And it's when you get in the hands of chefs like Chef Joel or many of the great chefs that you have here, Chef Emma, I know she's doing some, like the, yeah. the stuff with focaccia. You can do amazing things with grains and flour and flavor. You got Kelly Whitaker up in Boulder doing amazing stuff. I mean, there's just a ton of stuff happening what, here. What are you doing with Kelly in Boulder? You know, we are having a lot of conversations with Kelly, but he's a, so it's through the Noble Grain Alliance, yeah. really where we've interacted the most. Uh, we've supported Nana Meyer down at the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs, with the Grain School. But you know, we're we're growing, we're working with farmers to grow grains like White Sonora, heirloom variety of wheat, really popular in the Southwest, where we, you know, we're kind of the edge of that in the 1700s, and trying to make that available at scale. So we support local, but we also can make it available to that region, or if it wants yeah. to go bigger, bigger. So you'll take a farmer like Paul New. You right? got it. Work directly with Paul and their farms, and think about that, how much that means to Colorado and Colorado economy, to be able to use those farms to uh, not only develop, uh, but do some really innovative types of things, Brian, that I know that you appreciate. <coughs> Excuse me. You got some of the salsa from the chilaquiles. <laughs> I did, but uh, going off that note, well, Greg, if you I have can, someone yeah. like Brian that endorses that Mr. Organic, you're doing some great things with that company. Well, and what Don might not know is, is Paul is actually a partner of Growers Organic. Okay. Kelly brought me into the Noble Grain Alliance yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. So what? that's where I have the connection with Arden, um, unbeknownst yeah. to most. And, yeah. and, you know, and it's not something... I'm not going out there and, and beating this drum because grains isn't necessarily what we do. I'm letting the people who are the real players in it yeah. lead that. Yep. But it is interesting because, you know, Paul knew down in, at White Mountain Farm, he was one of the first people back in the 70s with CSU. Well, his dad, actually, Ernie, um, were the ones that were doing trials with quinoa in the state of Colorado. Ahead of their time. Yeah. I mean, okay. and this is in the 70s, and a lot of people don't know that we, Colorado has been really an epicenter for so much around the food industry. One, we have the largest or more food manufacturers that are running R&D kitchens in the entire country right here in Colorado. Um, and that's really cool. And especially it's in the organic and natural space. Um, we are, you know, Boulder has become this epicenter in a sense, but Denver has tied right on. I mean, Arden Mills has their has their headquarters right downtown. I think it's super cool because they're spreading the word about this. I mean, right on your shirt, chef, you've got right there the, the heirloom grains, ancient heirloom grains. And then you look at the array of products that are made with these grains, you know, and even spans into the distilling and brewing community. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, it's not just, you know, bags of flour. It's the whole grain berries. It's cracked and it's cut and flaked. We do fully cooked IQF grains. Uh, we do a line, what we call our crisp, which are puffed and flaked and popped, kind of like Rice Krispies, uh, which are becoming very, very uh, popular, taking tremendous uh, interest in the pastry and baking segment of food service and retail as well. So it's not just bags of flour. Does Arden do anything with um, rice or any of, any of those grains? 
you know, we're not, we, we do with rice within our, I'll call our network, which is the corporate term. We actually, we have a mill in Puerto Rico and we have rice down there. But I think actually going back to what are, what's unique and different, you know, we've been talking with Paul down at White Mountain and you take a grain like Colorado, and I know this show is all about hyper-local, but here you have a, a Colorado-grown quinoa that's amazing. It rivals a lot of the stuff you get from South America. So as Ardent Mills and the Annex, can we work with Paul and say, look, America, there's this amazing product in Colorado that we can help get to you. And I think that's the value that we bring. And then when you talk about organic, I think one of the things that people might know is they might say, oh, you're a big flour miller. But we actually started this initiative back in 2014 to double organic acres harvested by 2019. So we'll we'll know later this year if we hit that. But again, it's about choice. And so we've spent a lot of time and, and, and energy and effort to educate farmers on that process. And we're also buying the wheat, paying a premium to help them on that journey from organic. So we've got transitional wheat, we've got all these things, but it's about building out that choice. And so, you know, people might say, oh, you're big, why would you worry about that? Because there's interest and farmers, they want to know they have an outlet. And so if we can make it good for farmers and good for consumers, then we can plug in. Don't, don't you find it interesting? I, I love what you're talking about. And I know you all are doing some work to try to find what grains grow in, in the States because what's changed and where, where my comment about the big bad Grain, some of the big bad grain guys is is that we decided at some point that we were going to say we want this grain to grow here because it yields higher instead of saying for this soil condition for this altitude for these weather conditions this is the, the best grain. this is the best grain and this tastes the best grown in because a lot of I, I've gotten into uh, with Babette's which is a, a real popular bakery yeah. here it was in Denver they've moved up to Longmont but I've talked a lot of him about the local guys, and one of his frustrations was, listen, I need testing. I need to make sure that when my grain or fl- my grain is ground to flour, that it is super consistent because I can't go to my customers and say, by the way, this croissant today is going to be a little bit different than it was yesterday. Yep. My customers want consistency, and but and that's where I think what Arden brings is helps these little guys raise the bar and you know and hopefully we'll start having like wine well done, testing Brian. stations Absolutely. around the country to uh Great you know point. so thank you arden yeah and that, and, that, and that's what bakers want that's what chefs want and and we love being a part of that and we uh that's some of the stuff we've talked with nana about down at, at, at uh, colorado springs that we can do we've got the equipment we understand i like to joke it's sort of like when you go playing High school baseball to the minor leagues to the major leagues. And when you get to the upper minors and the majors, there are just certain things you need to be able to do, and we can add that value to uh, the local economy. Point. Don and uh, Chef Joel, here we're going to cook now. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and it's going to be all about cooking. You've got a delicious dish. Just say the dish, and we'll, we'll highlight this in the next segment, Chef. Sounds you- great. So we're doing a Moroccan quinoa cake. Moroccan Ooh, that sounds good. Cake. Are you looking forward to I'm that? I'm looking forward hey, to that. It's really working well with this Marrakesh beer over here. Oh, really? Saying. We're yes. going to pair that? All right. Yeah. We'll yeah. Get oh, it it's, it's, that beer is almost just for this tonight. Oh, yeah, we've been pairing actually all night so far, just to make sure it's working. <laughs> we got talent in the house tonight. Okay, coming back, Chef Joel Thompson, we're going to demo uh, this delicious dish that's going to be right here for you, live on Facebook and the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com.
Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalita's Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills, and I know you will too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Hey, Colorado. This is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? Listening to the Modern Eater Show, the ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. All right, we can do In the Kitchen right now, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Greg Holland back, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, Little Rich running around doing Little Rich stuff, <laughs> continuing with these guys. Uh, Chef Joel Thompson uh, back at it. And Don, we're going to do a play by play. Ready? Yeah, you got it. Okay, so here we go. All right. What are you putting together, Chef? So what we're doing tonight is a Moroccan quinoa cake. Uh, we're utilizing a golden and red quinoa. Uh, inside of that, here's our quinoa here. So that quinoa comes from, it's the golden quinoa we call it our Great Plains quinoa. This particular golden quinoa is actually grown in Canada. I would love to mix in some of Paul's and Brian's Colorado quinoa into this, and we absolutely can do that. The red, red quinoa comes from South America. Yep. But this is a really global infusion of, of ingredients. Okay, so we're going to add uh, some yogurt here that's got some, uh, let's call them North African spices in here. Actually, that's the turmeric okay. that you're seeing. So we've got some Moroccan tandoori spice. We've got some Moroccan tantan spice, which is kind of tandoori-esque, but has a lot more heat and cinnamon and black cardamom and things like that in it. We got a little bit of red curry in there. We've got some fresh lemon juice. We've got some green onions right here. Now, normally you wouldn't be using quinoa for something like this, would you? Uh, usually, no. Uh, and what you've noticed, I don't have any egg in here. I mean, if we're making a cake, usually sure. you have some type of a binder. This golden quinoa uh, has a an amazing natural binding ability, uh, so you don't need any type of a, a protein-type binder to add to that. Super great for a vegetarian, even a vegan version of this, if you're using a vegan um, yogurt. 
Well, and quinoa is the only grain, or one of the only grains with five essential amino acids in it, which is a big deal because that you can get a, you can nine, it can be nine a, essentially nine. Nine essentially. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna, I like keeping Don around to keep you honest, Brian. I know. Well, hey, Half the time I don't Brian mind being goes off on something. I'll just. I don't mind being low yeah, when it comes to yeah. amino acids, man. If I'm <laughs> underquoting, that's yeah. a good thing. Gluten's um, on the endo inside with the endosperm, Brian. Uh, not on the outside. Hey, it's all about endosperm. <laughs> well, so, all right, how do you make it? <laughs> and so this is our finished product here. Okay. Uh, we've got this portioned out to about three ounces. Uh, we're simply going to take these, pat them into some little patties. You notice they're holding together very, very well. They are. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of some uh, sunflower oil from Colorado Mills under our hot griddle here. Locally milled. Locally, hyper-locally milled product, right? I actually I love had the sizzle for the audience out there. The sizzle's awesome. The aroma. I mean, you want to be in here. No, but it's you walk by where this is all happening, and it's unbelievable the aroma. Well, all of these spices are very fragrant, uh, indigenous to that area of the world. I had someone ask me earlier, is this like falafel? It's similar. Uh, there's no chickpea in here, but it kind of has that coarse texture, uh, kind of a cakey texture to it. These are very common in Morocco, um, um, Marrakesh, and all those areas. Not everyone has the ability to fry in their home. That's kind of a luxury. So everybody's got some type of a hot plate or hot rock or something uh, that they cook these cakes on. Uh, They're very nutritious, high in protein, high in fiber. Uh, This mix can be made ahead of time and last uh, just in a cool refrigerated condition for 10 days. Okay, so it makes a really, really good uh, food service item for uh, a restaurant because it can be held for so long. And One, you just grill it to brown, huh? Just brown them on, on a hot plate, hot griddle. Can be done under a broiler as well. Well, you uh, got you got to cook the quinoa first. That's right? correct. Now, we're using one of our fully cooked, actually, both of these quinoas are fully cooked, IQF, individually quick frozen, uh, which means the product is fully cooked. It's frozen so that it flows like a bag of peas or corn. That way you can measure that not only by weight but by volume as well with a measuring cup, half cup, tablespoon, whatever you need. Okay. So and that's something you could just heat up real quick in a stovetop or microwave. Sure. Absolutely. You could do this on Got a campfire. It. And I can totally picture Greg out. Well, a campfire fire, with a griddle over it. Roaring fire to... going with a, you know, like a shovel <laughs> with some of these cakes hey, cooking on there. If you're picturing someone, that's me or Jay yeah. doing the cooking. Hey, I c- Greg is holding up a beer and the chair, though, very well. Stop it. Uh, I cooked it uh, big bees in that cast iron pan right o- uh, in the fire. Well, um, no way. I did. Yeah. Hey, listen. It was real. It? I'm a good. Did you eat it? Yeah, you ate it. It was a spatchcock so cake. <laughs> these are some of the spices that we're using here, guys. We've got a, we've got a Moroccan tandoori spice, um, turmeric, which is in all across that North African and Middle Eastern area. Uh, we've got a tantan spice as well, a little bit more hot. These come from Savory Spices. I love their shop down in Lodo. Go see them. Great, <laughs> great group of people down there. So, so these are gonna cook. About three to four minutes on each side till they get nice and brown. Yeah, it's, it's right. caramelizing there. Okay. Or is that? And it's well, let's say it's toasting. Okay. So you're getting a, a, a really influencing the flavor of the quinoa. When it comes off of there, we're going to put that on a bed of some uh, uh, Grower's Organic uh, Spring Mix. Uh, we're going to put a little bit of a uh, same yogurt that we put inside. But we've, uh, we've hit that with some additional lemon juice and fresh dill. Delicious dill. A little bit of his micro cilantro on here. 
and you're ready to roll. And, and I think it would go well with a beer. I think you're right. Oh. Well, I think so. <laughs> which, uh, which, yes. which beer I did you elect? <laughs> especially with a beer over here that these guys are doing with some of the same spices in there. That's so, so cool. Definitely. And pairing is, is so big, and to have those flavors, whether they're uh, very complementary or uh, just the antithesis, the other side of it. Well, in, in food service today in restaurants and country clubs and hotels, that piece of the business is so hot. Food pairing, whether it's can go all the way down to sodas and soft drinks, all the way up to fine wine. Yeah, you're right, Chef. And beer falls right in the middle. Probably a large piece of that. So. You know what? You guys are a new addition to this show, but I like both of you so much. <laughs> can we come back? Oh, you're going to come back a lot. Okay. Uh, and again, I, I think that um, maybe even every single week, I'd like to have you, Don, as the neutralizer for Brian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just to keep him honest, you know. And I wouldn't and, take the stuff that he's dishing out <laughs> to you. I mean, it's uh, it's aggressive. I, I'm I, surprised. I like it. And uh, <laughs> Chef Joel, I, I think that um, you know, in your position as the corporate R&D chef for Ardent Mills. Well done. That um, it, it spans way past grains. It's you're, you're a chef that can do so many things. You're so versatile. He's like that guy that you have on your uh, baseball or football team that can do everything. Chef, go in there, throw throw a pass. Well, but he go was just born one. yesterday. Go kick what, a field what do you goal. think he hasn't no, been around? He's so you know? well-rounded. And, and what a hit. good-looking young kid. You know? <laughs> he's um, got and, great stories. And we appreciate the opportunity to be here because we consider ourselves to be deeply woven into the fabric of Denver. We want to continue to grow that relationship with this city. We're in love with it. We hope that they're falling in love with us, too. Colorado, what well, a great place to I'm have I'm excited to try that quinoa patty. Someone just brought me the beer that melds with it. Well, Speaking of beer, move that right over look at way. this. Look at this. Now, here's the magic of TV. I was having a beer at uh, Zeppelin Station the other day as I sat there and looked at the Arden Mills plant right in front <laughs> of me. There, you guys mean a lot to our community. Community flour milk. Yeah. Community flour milk. We like it. Well, and that was a new acquisition from you guys. You're talking about the one right there at Wazi and yeah. 38th. I didn't mean to start a whole other topic. Thank you guys. Yeah. 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 Next you. time. Next time. I know. Next I know time. someone we'll who will buy it. that building from you, though. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a very valuable thing, such as <laughs> Arden Mills, very valuable to our community. Coming up next, we're going to spend a segment with Brian Freeman and talk about produce. Hey, Don, actually, stick around for this next segment. Okay. It'll be fun right here from Studio King, Colorado. Hey, it's Greg and Jay. Hour number two is coming up next, Jay. Mark Whistler from The Goods on Colfax, the hardest working man in the restaurant business. Knock, knock. Who's there? Whiskey. Whiskey who? Whiskey me, man. We've got a great distillery and a couple of breweries. We'll tell their stories right here on K-How and streaming live on Facebook. How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course. Hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. I love our number two of the Modern Eater show. There's just something about it. It just gets going here in the kitchen. And the, the vibe, I mean, it, it, it truly... Um, well, it's a big shout-out to our distillers, our brewers. They lubricate this place at a level that makes us all so happy. I thought it was just people started getting familiar with each other, Brian. I didn't. Well, know you were that. touching me, and I could feel the love. <laughs> I could feel it. You the love is me. in the air at Studio Kitchen Colorado. I hope you can join us on Facebook Live as well. Or just check it out if you don't have time right now. Uh, just go back and look at some of the great videos that we do here at Studio Kitchen Colorado. It's all about sponsor appreciation. Uh, speaking of that, Arden Mills and Don, you're hanging over into this segment. Not hungover, but hanging over. That's I, yeah. good. 
I thought it'd be cool to have you join. Uh, here's the deal. So Brian Freeman, we I met you, Brian. I don't know a year and a change, year and three months ago, four months yep. ago. Yep. Yep. Uh, one one year and a quarter ago. And we fell in love just as friends. You know, it's like, oh man, this is a guy I want to hang out with, and you it just brings so much knowledge to this show. Um, you came on as a sponsor. I think about a, a year ago, a year and a month ago, and Growers Organic means so much to the growth of the Modern Eater Show. But not only that, you've come into your own as such a great co-host here. Oh, thanks, you man. offer so much to this broadcast each and every Saturday evening. And um, I always say you're the guy who invented produce. I, I If you were to tell me, I would buy it because you know so much. My line is... Um, You've forgotten more than I'll ever know about produce. That's why I want to have a little bit of fun with you. So, Don, we've got this chart here, this wheel. Yes. Jay, do you have this wheel on um, on the uh, broadcast? No. Here, no. give it, throw it to me. You took a picture of it. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. But that picture didn't make the final cut. No. Oh, <laughs> we're I'll, fine. We're about get, to you find you, the you, picture. I'm trying, man. Anyway, you talk that, about it, I'll get it. Give that back to me here. Is this going to be like a game show? So it is, I have a, yes. Well, I don't know how much of a game show. We're going to pick your season. So there. I have a chart. So <laughs> regions of Colorado, here are your four regions, right? Yep. We're going to talk about growing. And now that we're coming into spring here, a lot. It, we're so seasonal here in Colorado. Winter, nothing's really going on unless you have a greenhouse or, or an aquaponics in, farm or a micro. Or you're in wheat. Or you're in wheat. Underground that's, in wheat. That's right. Not weed. Wheat. 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 Yes. Because. Uh, well, because you're you're harvesting it and then storing it and well curing it. Most of the wheat grown in Colorado is winter wheat. Yep. So you got farmers that are planting it that's right something. before winter. It starts to grow. Goes dormant. And then that sun, you know, we get to spring right about now. That plant starts to grow and it'll start to emerge from the ground. And then they'll harvest depending on where you are in the state, starting in maybe late June, early July. But you get out on the eastern plains and then even down into the fall in the where you are, San Luis Valley. Yep. There's and that's the red turkey, right? And your Sonoran are both your winter reeds? Well, or? Th- there's a lot of, there's traditional, there's a lot of varieties. So Colorado State is really big with a lot of varieties of wheat. Um, those are some that are talked about. Those are, the white snow are actually growing in Nebraska. It's actually a soft wheat. But the hard winter wheats, there's just a lot of, you could say modern varieties. They're just common varieties that are used for conventional things, right? Um, but a lot of that's grown in the state. Nice. So we have a wheel. There's no wheat on The here, wheel of there. misfortune. Is there wheat on Yes, here? well, you remember now, wheat isn't necessarily uh, fresh. You eat wheat at a different stage in its life than the fresh veggies. So this wheel has options. And as you spin this, we have all the vegetables on the outhand, out, outer edge. And then you have regions of Colorado. And then you have months of the year, which they're ready to roll, ready for harvest, right? Yep. So let's just go ahead and see. So we'll start. let's start with Don. Uh-oh. I'm going to give you a, um, so the, here are the regions. Front Range, San Luis Valley, Southern, and Western Slope. Okay? Those are the regions of Colorado. Okay. So the Front Range is really big because remember now in my world, you're only growing stuff right at the edge. You know, we don't do a lot out in the Kiowa area. There's a right. little bit of asparagus and stuff, but not as the further east you go. A lot of wheat. Go. I mean, that's Yes, a lot of wheat. That. Exactly. So I don't need to explain the months of the year to you guys. You got those down, right? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how some people do not have <laughs> yeah, that down. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start out with Don here. We're going to pick one. So P. Tell me the region of Colorado that peas. English, snow, and snap. Oh, peas. Mm. 
regions of Colorado. Uh, ooh, this is tough. I should know my regions better. So Front Range, San Luis Valley, and it could be multiple, Southern or Western Slope. Live radio. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go San Luis Valley. All right, so we have uh, San Luis Valley. They do yes. grow in the San Luis and, Valley. And also in the Front Range. And it is uh, front range. April and to August. April to August yep. is when that's done. Well, and you know what's cool about that is, is you know, this is getting a little dated, um, this this map. I created this many years ago. Very cool. And what the reality now is, is our good friends at Field to Fork there. out there, these two young California kids, well, and they're actually not from California, but the last farming they did was in California. They have brought snow peas and snap peas to the western slope, and I love cool. to see that. All to right. the western slope. I got yeah, you. Jessica and uh, Scott Rudowski over Give there. Give one to Brian. And then I'm going to actually try one of these, Brian. You I like to hear me. that. Well, I like to hear let's, that. Let's talk about broccoli. Ooh, broccoli. So our friend Mr. Andy Grant used to grow that on the front range, and then Ooh. Dave Asbury was growing that on the front range. Yes, but there's Full one more. Full Circle Farm. And I would say that we probably should get a little bit of that from the San Luis Valley from our friend Paul New and boom nice nailed it <laughs> nailed it nice and, and it's a later crop because it's a you know broccoli is going to be a 60 day crop so I, I guarantee we're probably pushing that from the months of late June early July into August you got it good job all right, give me an easy one. Thank you, Brian. thank you. Give Nailed me an it. easy one. Okay. Although, if you wouldn't have known it, I would have been more surprised, <laughs> I think. Give me an easy one. Well, but you like peppers. I do love peppers. So let's do, we've got a yellow wax that I know that grows in the state, a chili, a chili pepper, a serrano, a purple bell, a green bell, a jalapeno, a yellow wax, got, okay. a red so, bell. So uh, San Luis Valley, obviously. Yep, we, we have a, a winner there at the San Luis Valley. And then south. Is southwest in there? South. South, south you've got south, it. Yep. South. And then I'm saying that those are ready fairly early, so I'm going to go. Oh, wait now. Remember on your balcony there. Come on no, now. No, no, Come on now. Hatch, hatch stuff is always in the, well, I'm, I don't know. I'm, yep. Oh, Don's giving you a I'm, secret there. He said hatch stuff down. That's Millburger down south. I'm going to say May through August. Actually, it's August or October. Is the it really? peppers in Colorado are very short season because of the fact, and we probably could get some in July. And so that's, you know, a little bit off in the fact that July, if you're starting in a greenhouse, because what you were asking Don earlier right now about, or actually it wasn't Don, it was our friend Zach from Colorado Mills. I want to get a couple more of these in. Yep, let's do it. Let's have it. Let's. Uh, it's like trivia time. I like it because uh, here's something Colorado is known for, and we're going to ask Don from Arden Mills, the peach. Well, that's a palisade. So that, oh, and do we have a couple sweet peaches in here tonight? Yeah, millions of peaches. <laughs> so you're right, western slope and then the uh, time. Uh, the time. Well, I mean, uh, that's going to be harvest is in the summer is like when they roll those out. So yep. what's the months? Like June, July, I guess. is I'm Okay, to... yep. We're going with that. July and through September. September, yeah. So July. Well, and, and your first year hail peach will, which and why I didn't even put that on there is because the peaches that we get in June are this hail 17. It's an early crop. I'm not crazy about it. And uh, we keep growing it because, listen, everyone wants a Colorado peach. All right, Brian, here's yours. Last one. Uh, we're going to go herbs, herbs and Ooh. spices, lemongrass, parsley, dill, marjoram, chive, basil, mint, sage, 
Ooh. One area only. So you got to know your stuff, Brian. You talked a big well, game. Well, that's sort of a Lulu one because I put that one on the western slope with my good friends at Osage Gardens. Oh, ah, <laughs> stump Ryan, the sage. Year round. Year round. You are a sage of produce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see one in here that would stump Ryan, is really as I well, look Well, didn't at he this. make it? Oh, let's say apricots. Ooh, apricots, very, very short season in Colorado, only grown on the western slope, and it is one of our first, it should say June or July. Just June. Just, just June. June. Great job. Don Arden Mills fans, <laughs> come back and play some more games with We're us. not just wheat, we also like <laughs> trivia about produce, so <laughs> let's get local for you. Thanks, I guys. love it. Thanks for having us on. Thanks yeah. for oh, Don. Awesome it's work, man. Such Brian. a pleasure with Arden Mills, I, I'll tell you tonight. And thank you to Growers Organic, all that you've done. Oh, thanks. Great Greg. job, Brian. Thanks. I have a great time on this. I love talking with people like Don, all the farmers. And then it takes me to the other side of this is really, I mean, when you look at this, I think, you know, one of the things that John Mackey did so well was conscious capitalism because it's not about my company. It's about all my partners. And unless all my partners are successful, I will never be successful. And that's one of the things that I hope every business person hears that, listen, it's not about me grinding you out for the best price. High tides. Raise all, raise all ships. ships. I love it. it. All right, we'll do that. Thanks, Come back. Uh, Ryan Evans from Brews Beers and Charlie Gotten Kitty. This is uh, Ryan Evans is like a Yeti uh, sighting. The guy's really, he's so busy, truly is, but he'll be up next on the Modern Eater Show. And then also we'll go with Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. And Andrew Moore and Ben Gettinger, they're here. Look at those two sexy boys. This is so cool to see these guys here. The skippers in the house right here on the Modern (laughs) Eater Show. From Studio Kitchen, Colorado, we'll be right back. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModernEater.com. Hey, chef friends. It's Little Rich here from Rockalita's Tortillas. Rockalita's, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips. Served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey, Colorado chefs. Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Little Rich here. It's the new year and we're all looking for ways to save money. Here's a tip I bet you didn't know about. Do what I do. Buy your natural gas wholesale. Instantly saving 10 to 12% off your gas bill every single month. Baby, that's some serious cash. Do what I've done for years and call Brian Rizzuto at Encore Energy today. The sooner you call, the sooner you save. Call Brian at Encore Energy. 720-245-5700. 
720-245-5771. That's 720-245-5771. Save money on natural gas with Encore Energy. Hey, it's Greg Hollenbach. Thanks for tuning in to the Modern Eater Show. If you love the Modern Eater, and I know you do, why don't you support our sponsors? We spend a lot of time finding you the best hyper-local sponsors, and we'd appreciate it so much, just like they would, if you would make sure that you did business with them. Thanks for tuning in. The Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Cool. Back to the kitchen right now. Studio Kitchen Colorado and The Modern Eater Show continues. Uh, this is what's really cool. Sponsor appreciation shows. We look at all the sponsors. The talent that's in the room, Brian. Yes, indeed. What I'm looking happened? at that behind us. Yes, what exactly. Behind Our, there is Mr. You know, have you ever seen those commercials with Menace? That guy that what is happened? like menace. He, this is our friend Dave Avery here. He is such a wonderful man, but sometimes he is like the menace. Like he does crazy stuff. Like right now, it's snowing in the studio here in Colorado. He's, he's your Mr. Roper. You know, I'm old enough to remember Mount Saint Helena, we need and uh, it feels like I'm soaking in it. Right. We need some motion for that ash right there. Ashy Larry in the house. Yes, exactly. That's the voice of Chris Johnson from Rome Sausage. Yeah, buddy. Well, Welcome back to the show, man. Thank you. Something blew up behind me in Mark Whistler, <laughs> the goods restaurant. That was worth a little laugh, wasn't it, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, through thick and thin. You're like the mailman, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> through rain or snow. Except I like dogs. Mark's a trooper, man. Not feeling good. He's, he's slinging not. food. But and he's like, I wanted to be here for you he's guys. He's like, so. hurry up so I can get out here and go lay down in bed. Well, and he did look very perky and sexy tonight when he came into the office <laughs> that we call the church. And uh, But thank <laughs> you for being here, Mr. Mark thank Whistler. You, thank you guys so much. The goods on, on Elizabeth and Colfax. Yep. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. Here's what's oh, cool. Uh, first of all, Mark, that does mean a lot to come in here when you're, uh, you know, just burning it at both ends. That's the business, the restaurant industry. And um, what's so cool is that it, people, products, services, we talk about it all the time, people, products, services, to get people together and utilize. Did you enjoy Rome sausage today? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was amazing. <laughs> All the, uh, yeah, absolutely. It was incredible. The, the jalapeno sausage was jalapeno spectacular. Cheddar, yeah, yeah the jalapeno cheddar. The uh, chorizo was incredible. The uh, Also, the um, the hot Italian sausage was, was just spectacular. Was Does really that make amazing. your job easier, Mark, if someone brings you a quality product yes. that yeah, you oh, yeah. don't have to spend five hours in your basement packing sausages. Is yeah. That? yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but, uh, you know, right when uh, when Chris got here and we started, we just put some uh, put some of his sausages on the grill here and then just laid them out, and that was, it was a super easy process. So these guys are these guys are amazing. It's always nice re- to hear. He's been around for a couple of years, yeah. hasn't he, Greg? Yeah, both these guys are the real deal, truly. Uh, Mark's the real deal. I see what it takes to hash out and to make a restaurant stick in the neighborhood. Uh, just off Colfax, my old stomping grounds, uh, where I went to school, East High School, uh, across the street, uh, the Goods Restaurant, and Mark Whistler, and we've become such great friends over the years. When I truly yeah. was just starting to say, you know, what's my value? Do I have value to people as I build this community? Uh, to put those dollars up, right. that was a big thing for us to start out with. Uh, and, and then, Chris, you came late to the game, man. Thanks for putting some money up when actually there's some exposure to the thing. Uh, it still means a lot. But this guy, 
He's like, man, this show was tough out of a station with AM radio on a Saturday night before we built our capabilities. You're coming together in a community of people that are really the real deal, man. Absolutely. You know, it's a great place to be because everybody here is like-minded and that, hey, you know, we're all just looking for some genuine, amazing stuff from a, from a culinary standpoint, whether you're producing it, cooking it, distributing it, whatever. Like, it's a, it's a great community of folks who are like, hey, I want to I want to eat well. I want to drink well and do all that local. I'm like, what's well, that's what we do. And Chris, I would take this even deeper with you because I think Rome's sausage is all about community. You've been here for just a couple years, like 60. Um, and and what you Im- embrace is the community. It's people like Mark. Right. It's people like chefs who are trying to figure out. How can I throw something extra on my menu that's not going to kill my staff? It's going to be easy. I can give it as a huge value add to my menu for my customers. And that's a bigger why. That is your, I mean, I want to ask you, Chris, what is the why of Rome Sausage? Why do you do what you do? Well, I think for us, it's more about how and, and how we do things. And that's, you know, small batches, a couple hundred pounds at a time. We're hand mixing the spices. We're using pork butts, salt and spices across the board. So when, you know, chefs see our stuff, they understand that it's soulful, tangible, quality, you know, uh, ingredients in, in, in this process. And the beauty of this show is that you're putting like-minded folks together. Like, hey, we're making great stuff. You like great stuff. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. Support my family. I'll support yours. Yeah, we'll like, all look, make this good. That, that, that's just it. And like, I'll bring you sausage in the middle of the night. Just, yeah, we all, we're all, <laughs> Just you know, text me. Well, Wait, that didn't sound right. That, uh, bring you sausage yeah, in man. the middle of the night. That ship has Have sailed. Ever I'm done married that? now. Yes. So that, that ship has sailed for me. That was the young sales, Chris. But, yeah, now yeah. it's an old sales. But, He's the yeah, old there's, bull. There's a lot of sausage Rel- jokes. Relationships mean a lot, and that, though. And that suits my skill set. That's kind of how I'm built. But do you, do, do you ever get tired of the sausage jokes? You <laughs> no, got it. You got it sometimes. Absolutely not. And my sponsorship right. fees, I'm happy to forward those to the FCC ahead of time just to say, you know what? <laughs> I'm probably going <laughs> to offend you. There's going to be a fine somewhere. Right, so, man. hey, here's, a, here's, here's an open check to the FCC. <laughs> and you work with guys like Mark all the time. Mark, we sit down, and there's times, man, where both of our companies, it's like, yeah, it's dark right now. Or oh boy, we're making a, we're making some progress. We're doing those types of things. The restaurant you work in so uh, the the margins are so small, just right. teeny uh, teeny weeny. The relationships that you have though, the same question that you posed to Chris, why do you do this? Yeah, and I think we do it just because we absolutely love to see the achievement. We love to see the process, and we love to see the, the product. And, we, you know, at the end of the day, we really love our customers. We love the experience that we're providing. And, and, and the food is absolutely, you know, number one there, just to provide an incredible dish that, that people really, you know, it really, really makes their day and moves, moves their week. It might inspire them a little. Yeah. It's, I think it's a little bit of a masochistic servitude, it's servituity that uh, happens. I mean, we just have it in us. We want to make other people smile. We want to give them good stuff. And when you sit around a dinner table, and I wish this was inbred more into the American culture rather than European and elsewhere, is that food is a lot of what you do, whether it's in business, whether it's in your personal life. You bridge the gaps all the time with eating and drinking. And 
That's why when we well, come to get... Yeah, food, Greg, I'm sorry. I, no, I, I didn't, I, I, I almost thought you were done there, but food creates community. And that's where, Mark, you're sick tonight, babe, yeah. and I love you. Thank you for being here. But I yeah. would challenge you. I think the goods is about community. So so we're, we're actually, we're, we're a platform, and we're a platform for positive social change. And the thing is that we have a opportunity to bring different people together, especially where we're located. There's just a lot of diversity and culture. No. We have a chance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a chance to bring a lot of people together and you know food and and drinks and wine it's it's the one thing that can merge i think all all boundaries and all borders oh it definitely does mark to that point as things get more complicated in this world i think most folks can appreciate the shift towards like simplicity yep right mark's making great stuff like hey come by eat well be taken care of you know that's same thing for us like let's just be a straightforward, wholesome company. Let's just make great right. stuff, and yep. like, it's it's a very simple procedure. Have you guys ever met before tonight? No, no, we haven't. Uh, we go Mark back, does like a great brunch, and you have some blueberry sausage that is out of this world. I'd love to see that on your brunch menu. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd uh, like to try it for sure. Uh, trying things, and and that's what we do. How do you how do you work that if people are out here? Uh, Chris Johnson from Rome Sausage, and they have a restaurant or. They're hyper-local with what they do. How can they contact you and say, I'd like to do what Mark wants to do and sit down and uh, try your sausage? Well, you know, we're, we're very accessible with the Internet, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of thing. Just uh, give us a shout. And I'm, I'm happy, uh, as the owner of the company, to go out and, and sample and kind of preach the gospel of sausage, so to speak, and, and see if we can get something done uh, as far as product goes. And then beyond that, it's how can I help you on the backside? How can we support you, your endeavors, and what matters to you? And we, and we like to do that you know, behind the scenes. Like, hey, look, sure, buy our stuff, but what, what can I do for you on the backside? What's, what's important to you? How can we embrace that? That's awesome. Um, Hey, hey, really quick, I just wanted to uh, say a quick thank you really quick to Brian from Growers Organic who actually provided uh, the produce on our dish this evening. I really appreciate it. That was What'd amazing. What did you make, Mark? So, uh, it's uh, chilaquile. It's one of my favorite I was trying to say. dishes. Chilaquile. But, but also uh, Colorado Mills provided the oil for to uh, fry up the uh, to fry up the actual uh, tortilla chips and then um, Rocalitas and the Amazing Rich actually provided yeah. the tortillas themselves and I just Rome sausage everybody helped make this dish and I All really Colorado. Appreciate. yeah thank you so much yeah uh, when you and just finally when you talk about Rome's you're a locally based company but you do whatever you can to source locally as well for your sausage that's really cool a lot of people say we're here locally we do what you what you do but they don't source locally as well with their animals. Right, and, and, and 20% of the hogs that we buy, or the, the pork we buy is, is born and raised in Colorado. Colorado's not like a, a strong pork state, so to speak. If we were a beef company, we'd be in a great spot, um, but we try to buy as much as we can locally. Um, you know, and there's, there's plenty of growers or ranchers growing hogs, but those guys want me, want me to buy the whole hog, mm-hmm. and I, I can't use the bellies, I can't use this. So gotcha. um, in an ideal world, we buy only local pork, and we're actually trying to actively source that. So at some point in time, we'll be there, and that's... that's well, Chris, be, yeah, Toby give, a, give a shout-out. Yeah, we're going to go see our friend Toby. Give a shout-out. What would you like one of the Colorado ranchers to raise a hog for you to look like? What are the cuts that, that Rome Sausage needs? The ideal scenario is a 100-pound hog, all pork butts. No bones, no connective tissue, 
Just this crazy Frankenstein type of scenario. Just a bunch of butts. Just a bunch so of butts. you need the butts. All butts. Which, okay. All day. Okay, nice. I like to hear that. I'm a butts guy. I will. I think we can make a connection. We've got a couple of. Uh, I, I like to hear that. I'm trying to not laugh at that. I love you, Chris, for being the all butts guy. Um, but somebody's out there and they're like, "Hey, look, I'm a rancher. I've got this amazing, uh, you know, pork I'm, I'm producing. Let's 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 talk. I mean, I'd love to to find somebody here that's doing that, and then we can partner and say, "Hey, look, I'm helping out this family in so and so county." And yeah. It's all local stuff, so yeah, we, that's that's the direction Never we, we want to go. Just yeah. the butts. Well, me, and, I, me, I'm like, okay, I'm a leg guy, and then I'm a breast guy, and then I want the butts. You know, I mean, I don't. Sounds like you're not very picky, right? <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> I go through it all. I am equal opportunity. Mark Whistler, I love you to death. You too, man. man. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Thank yeah. you, yeah. brother, for yeah. being yeah. here tonight. Big nice shout to out you. to Mark for like not feeling good today, going here and making some amazing stuff with our products. That's I mean, true. really. Inspired by what he's doing here, so thank you. Thank you. Thank oh, you he's so a much. true yep. trooper. Mark Whistler. Hey, and he's on Colfax, Elizabeth and Colfax. Colfax, by the way, Mark, just so you know, the largest or longest Main Street in America. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. I've heard that. I don't know if it's 100% true, but I think it is. No, no, no. It definitely is. I've got my man, Dave Avery, yeah. and he is old as dirt, telling me the truth that it is the longest <laughs> continuous Main Street in America. Something like that. Right, it's crazy. Yeah, no, 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 I promise. That's one. If we brought our boy Don back here, he could keep me straight on that one. But. <laughs> How about bringing us to break? Who's coming up next, Brian? Coming up next tonight on The Modern Eater, we have Ryan Evans. Dustin Evans or Ryan Evans and Charlie Gotten Kenny from Bruise Beers, 64th and Pecos. They're up next, and by the way, they've got three kegs and 20 people in the studio tonight, and they are enjoying life. I There's like to see it. There's a lot of people in here. Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project and Andrew Moore coming up next as well. Chris Johnson, Rome Sausage, and Mark Whistler, the Goods Restaurant. Thank you, boys. Thank you we'll so be, much. Thank you. Thank you, We'll guys. be right back on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. If you're in learning mode this winter, Brews Beers has some great classes for beer lovers. I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers, where we showcase Denver's best selection of badass Belgian-style beers. We offer our ever-popular World of Belgian Beers class every second Tuesday and third Saturday. You'll taste your way through the 15 major styles of Belgian beer and learn their history and background. We also offer a series of hands-on homebrewing classes at the brewery. Basic homebrewing, everything you need to get started, is on March 9th. Intermediate homebrewing, for extract brewers looking to up their game, is on April 13th. And all-grain homebrewing, everything you need to know to brew from scratch, is on June 8th. Get the details and sign up for all these courses on our website at brewsbeers.com. That's Brews, spelled B-R-U-Z, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver, where your dog is always welcome. Join us soon for some Belgian-style badassery. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. 
brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, back in Studio Kitchen, Colorado right now. This is a good one right here. Uh, talk about sponsors, all of these guys right here, and beer. Beer means so much to the Modern Eater Show. I don't know. Do, do any of you guys remember when we had the second hour as the modern drinker? Drinker, oh, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Oh, man, that was a tough thing. These were your just, originals, Greg. These were, were, yeah. It confused people, but I need to do the proper introductions. From Bruce Beers, uh, Charlie Gotten, Kenny, you hear this man's voice all the time, those beautiful dulcetones that uh, don the airwaves of the Modern Eater show each and every week. How are you, Charlie? I'm good. I'm good. And then to Yeti setting, or siding right now, look at this guy, man. We never catch up with him he's in the studio tonight this is your first time for a show here tonight mr ryan evans yeah out of this beautiful kitchen you've built this is my first time here i'll tell you you guys have blown this up this is this is impressive it's awesome a, a little bit better i yeah. think we call this ryan like mr gq man he is he's the good stuff man he's the world traveler the bon vivant the man about town the uh uh brewery uh brewmaster extraordinaire along with charlie i think charlie actually is the Charlie's beer. very he's much the, the brewmaster. <laughs> yeah, he's the beer guy. I'll take that away from your title. Yeah. And the most interesting man in the world is what I say. Uh, he came from his background is uh, archaeologist turned brewer. What? Yeah, his name is uh, Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Look at this lineup right here. Yeah. Right? First well, of all, Andrew's we're, we're making shit. the world better one, yes. one beer at a time. We're just are. trying to make it better. Belgium yeah. Beer Fest is uh, we're on the uh, horizon with that, aren't we? Yeah, yeah coming up. April 28th, up at our at, at our place, uh, Intrepid Sojourners joining us. Uh, we've got ten local breweries joining us, all pouring Belgian-style beers. And then we've got Oma Gang out of New York, and then we score Duvel out of out of Belgium oh, this year as well. Get out of town! Yeah. So, yeah, they're bringing some stuff Duvel. that you can't even get in Colorado. Oh my uh, gosh! April 28th, one to four, but our focus has always been to raise the bar on the beer quality on this festival, and I think we did it again this year. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got a, an incredible lineup. Wait, are you going to be there this year? Yes, we're all Mr. there Ryan, every are you, year. You're there. Wait, oh, yeah. so wait, <laughs> wait just so actually, you know, we're, are we going to sell tickets, wait, or do Ryan. we have to pay for it to get <laughs> in a sighting of you? You, or, well, you, you do. <laughs> I don't think you. Yeah, I don't think you remember, but I do. You were off to uh, some never, never land. I left last. straight from the festival last year to to go out of state to the uh, craft brewers conference down in Nashville, and so literally. Four hours yeah. of hanging out with these guys, having amazing beers, and Racing somehow I made it to the to the airport. But I I actually made it to the airport with another brewer, uh, Woods boss Jordan, oh, sure. was going down to Nashville, so we shared a a, a lift together, and it was uh, it was it was a good start to that trip. Now yeah. I I know we're big time now, right? The Modern Air <laughs> Show. I know we're huge, but it's tradition. We always broadcast from the festival yes are you gonna have yes. us back this year we are but this year it's a sunday so we got kind of messed up they double booked the venue that we normally use so we had to push it to a sunday well luckily enough so. we're just as good on sunday as we are on saturday now <laughs> well, we'll i like it, it. we'll I do like a recorded it. segment and uh well, well and, and i think the good lord believes in brews um, well, so there course. might be, uh, you know, world something fermentation, I think, came from a higher level. That's right. To That's help right. us all equilibrate <laughs> our minds. Yes. Well, you know, the beer started out in ancient Mesopotamia and they did brew it in temples. High priestesses would make it because it would give you visions. <laughs> 
Here's Equilibriated. Which we now know is being drunk. The next but beer we're brewing. Is it? No. Uh. <laughs> it should be. Now you're bring, you're bringing some stuff up to the to the Belgian Brew Fest. Yeah, this we're going to be there at the Belgian Beer Fest. Do you know we're what you're bringing yet? It was a ton of fun. Uh, so I know one of the beers that we're bringing. We're going to bring two beers again, and one of them is a uh, a big quad. It's about 12.5% quad that we aged in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. There you go. Uh, there you go. That's something special right oh, there. Oh, that is something special. Yeah, that'll Wait, keep a, you warm. A big quad. In a salve, yeah, young Cabernet. So we barrel. have one of those coming up too. It was we got a couple Chateau Montalena casks. Oh, nice! And we put a Golden Strong in one and a Quad in the other. So they're going to be bottled up on the fourth. Here's what awesome. I love, folks. If you were only here and you saw the intellectual intelligence oh, of both goodness. of these gentlemen, <laughs> because I would say to someone like our friend Andrew Moore and our friend Charlie Gunn. I want to spend the time right now doing a little bit of uh, beer stories. Let's beer uh, stories. All right. Oh, you happen to have a good one tonight. Okay. Yeah. 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 And the, you're, I'm impromptuing you, but okay. I know you yeah. have a good Andrew, one. Andrew, he does. He's an archaeologist. Okay. We'll start with you, Charlie. Here's a good beer oh, story. Okay. So a beer story. So there's seven guys that decide they are going to hike the Appalachian Trail and do a little bit of a... Uh, you know, out-of-bounds backpacking and stuff, and they decided they're going to be there for a couple days to fish and stuff, so they wanted to take some beer. So they take three sixtals of beer on their back. <laughs> so some of the guys carried the oh, backs. Wait, what's a sixtal? Five it's gallons. like, uh, well, there's one right over there. It's five gallons. A pony okay. cake. A pony cake. <laughs> yeah. okay. Just a making sure keg. everybody knows we're on radio. You know, they don't get a feel for right, us. Don't so interrupt these are, this story. Never so these again. are kind of rough trails, and, you know, the beer's getting shaken up pretty bad. So when they get to their camp, there's a there's a stream there, you know, that's got cold water in it. So they put the beer kegs into the cold water. Well, one of them had gotten shaken up enough that it blew out the, you know, the spear that goes down into the into the keg and the top valve. So there was just a hole in the top. Well, unbeknownst to them, a copperhead snake crawled up in there and down into the keg and promptly died. But they didn't know this. So they're sitting there drinking the beer. And the only guy, there was one guy that didn't drink, is the guy that told the story. Because the other six of them died. And they figured out that somehow the copperhead, the venom, had leaked into uh, into the beer. And they went and drank it. And all six of them died. So that is the beer with the copper head. There you go. There you go. That's that, like, and I love this. Where is the damn campfire? Where is, like, my marshmallows and and my love for Charlie right here, baby? I love this. Yeah. Uh, That's like sto- the worm and the tequila on steroids. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just enough venom leached out that, you know, got toxic. Top that. <laughs> Man, you yeah. got to follow that, I don't Andrew. think I can. Did well, wait. Die so what I'll say is since we were ch- Charlie <laughs> mentioned uh, ancient beer in Mesopotamia. So one of our early references to beer comes from the Epic of Gilgamesh. And Gilgamesh's uh, good, good friend Enkidu uh, is a wild, hairy yeti man living out in the wilds of uh, Mesopotamia. And in order to civilize Enkidu, he, in- he encounters a priestess next to a river. And seven days of drinking and other frivolity ensue, and he is becomes a civilized man. And it is through the 
through the the relationship with women Beer and drinking alcohol, yeah. that one becomes civilized, I, I, according to the ancient Mesopotamians. I like that. I better keep I've, drinking I've heard beer. that story. <laughs> yeah. It was like after seven days, he yelled, yes. I am joyous, you know. Yeah. It was like a, yeah. He shaved yeah. all of his hair off, and yeah, he was he was man. Now, did you get all shaggy tonight, Andrew, just to tell that story? Because <laughs> you are a little more shaggy than it's, usual it's tonight. It's a little out of control. The skipper. I like it. I like story. it. In order to like, in order to get the length, you sort of have to commit to looking homeless for a little while. Well, and actually, and Greg's giving you a little hard time about the hat, which is... A, I'm not giving it a hard not, time. It's not a skipper hat. That is so actually a European... This is a my Greek hat. Greek boat yes. captain's hat because Thank it's, you. it's Greek Independence Day at Intrepid Sojourner right now. Ah, uh, so get over there. Wait, 8th Avenue in Santa Fe? Yeah, so 925 West 8th Avenue. We're open till midnight tonight. And it's Greek. If you're Greek and you're not yeah. there... You're really do, not Greek, um, or what goes on? Good sugar baking is there, doing a cookie pairing, uh, and we just we released our first Gruet, which is a, an ale without hops. No hops. And it's a baklava-inspired Gruet. Uh, so cinnamon, cardamom, walnuts, bay leaf, coriander, rosemary. Wow. Lemon peel. Wow. We're throwing out trivia tonight. It's the kitchen sink. Yeah, Here so you the rosemary goes, and the lemon peel. Charlie or Andrew, okay. what is the wine that they only grow in Greece? Retsina. Thank you, sir. Ooh. I love it. We, Boom. Yeah, we've got. So my beer story is like uh, 16 years old on 8th in Colorado trying to shoulder tap uh, <laughs> some Coors Banquet. We yeah. get the Coors Banquet and we go into what's like a doghouse at the church parking lot. Yeah. We get in the, and we just sit there and we drink the 24 beers that we had, right, inside, you know, 16 years old. But the police come and they look inside the deal so on and so and uh they take us home individually to our parents and say do you know what greg was doing tonight <laughs> and uh that was a rough uh week ahead but now uh, eighth in colorado that wasn't far from celebrity sports Center, oh right? i would say hey, listen i spent half of my high school uh, yeah. look at that it, mr love native that i like the fact love you bring that, that to us yeah. yeah and the slide into the I water i perfected the art of stopping midway down <laughs> I did too. and then i would just clamor the 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 snot out of the next person yeah. coming down the, yeah, down the that tube. That was probably me. Yeah, it probably was. And I, I definitely clamored people I shouldn't have, and I learned some tough lessons. He always waited for the fat guy up. with the shirt on coming down there. I feel like I just learned two very Turned out one day he was a I know, exactly. Never I, go on water slides with either of these guys. <laughs> you can tell it's all family, man, right That's here right. at That's the, right. the Modern Eater Show in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having Thanks us, Charlie, Ryan. Something big's coming up, but you can't say what. You know, we're we're, we're working on a uh, second location in town. It is happening. We've signed some paperwork on it, which is extremely exciting and, uh, and terrifying it's, it's at a, the same time. It is, but it's a it's a really cool city location. It's got some some grunt to it, some some funkiness. It's really to a it. nice building. And uh, so keep an eye out on us because over the next few weeks we'll start to release some details. Our our, our fate is in the hands of the government right now, and so as long as they do their part, we're going to do ours, and we're going to continue to improve this town with some awesome beer. It'll come through. There yeah. it is, Charlie and Ryan. Uh, thank you, Andrew Moore, as yeah, always. Beer Craft, we do it every Wednesday yeah, here. We'll be back here on Wednesday the 27th. 2.30 p.m. Cooking, beer and food. Beer and food. Oh, we do food, food too. Yeah, great. Doing food. Well, and there's a rumor that brews might be coming to the show any day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'd love to have them on. <laughs> 
I get to answer the trivia questions, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Coming back, Dustin Evans uh, from Rocker Spirits and then a new one, Launchpad Brewing Company. They're going to be coming up next. And booze in the news, all the booze news you can use next, right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Bleu trained chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. Okay, back to booze and the news, all the booze news you can use in just a minute. But uh, A-plus beverage solutions, you know Jeff Rourke. We talk about them all the time, 20 years in the business, maintaining and installing the best tap lines you could ever possibly want because if you're pouring in a fish of beer, what are you doing, boys? You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-plus beverage solutions. You will uh, appreciate what he can do for you. He'll give you an A-plus report card. All you got to do is just call Jeff, 17. 17- 20-272-3809. What's that number again, Greg? One more time. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Now it's time for the Modern Eaters Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Here's one Casey Boyer will appreciate. Uh, yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy. Let's do it. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, we're all in the studio. And uh, Launchpad Brewing Company, they're launching off right now. And David and Paul and Casey, they're all here with us. And uh, there he is, Dustin Evans. Good evening, gentlemen. Look at our boy in that hat. And by You're the way, can marvelous. I ever get a hat like that? That's sexy. I don't know. I know. I I'm on the low bad, list. It's I mean. like a brown belt to a black belt. You know? <laughs> Dustin <laughs> from Rocker Spirits, man. Rocker, what can we say, man? You've meant the world to us throughout our journey here. It's going to get stronger. Uh, thank you so much as we do this appreciation show for our sponsors, Dustin. And I reciprocate. Thank you for everything you guys have done for us and supporting us. So, Well, in ground control to mission control, 
here at the Launchpad. We've got the Launchpad Brewery here tonight with us. Yeah, uh, introduce yourselves, guys. Uh, start so, with yourself, David. Yeah, so I'm David Levesque. I'm uh, owner and brewmaster of Launchpad Brewery. Um, started Launchpad about three and a half years ago. I want to own a brewery, man. You got to be a stud, man. These guys are I studs. I always look at these guys. Were you an engineer? What were you before you? What was yeah, your class like? I was a nuclear weapons engineer for a while. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm telling you. you I'm got, blowing up countries, got babe. got more money than he knows to do with. Paul, what about you? You found David on Craigslist? Um, no, I actually got lucky. I left a separate brewery. Um, <laughs> Um, local in Aurora, um, yeah. the brewery I was working at, and I decided to kind of see if I can find a, an actual brewing job as opposed to working in the front of house, and got kind of lucky, and Dave gave me a position, and it's been kind of kind of go all day, all day, every day. I was drinking a lot at the time. Well, you showed him your loyalty by putting a tattoo right on your arm there of the launch pad. <laughs> yes, he did. I yeah. like to see that. I, I do have the space shuttle tattooed on my arm, but I'd like to hope that if it doesn't work out for some reason, <laughs> um, you're not going to blow up. But yeah. uh, while standing next to my boss, that I, I am from Florida, so the Space Coast is a huge thing for me. <laughs> I like it. He's got a backup plan. <laughs> uh, and, and so, uh, Casey, here he is. He walked up to me tonight. He was like, you know what? Uh, I, I'm I'm Pete's new producer, man. We've never officially met. No, I was we like, didn't. And I was thinking, like, Pete, Pete, who? Oh, Boyles, man. Pete Boyle. Peter Boyle. Oh, dude. It's so good to see you, it's, man. It's good to see face-to-face. And, yeah, uh, in the mornings I do that. Uh, the rest of the day, I am the head of distribution for Launchpad Brewery. I stumbled in one day, met Dave, said, holy cow, man, your beers are fantastic. He said, hey, you want to work a couple days a week? And I said, time out. So you're going to pay me and give me free beer. He goes, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Sounds Did good. you say, do you know what time I wake up at? Oh, dark 30. Yeah. yeah. Right? And devil. he's like, wait, I go in for free and get abused, <laughs> and I have to work, and you're willing to give me beer yeah. and pay me? So well, I see Casey's <laughs> life as like, um, okay, I'm up early, then I'm going to deal with Pete, then I'm going to get off, then I'm going to produce something, then I'm going to uh, distribute beer, I'm yep. going to drink a little bit, then I'm going to go to sleep, then I'm going to deal with my family, and then I'm going to do it all over again. Yes, <laughs> and drink a little bit is... A slight under-exaggeration. <laughs> <A lot there. laughs> All right, here's our goal here. Dustin, he's a whiskey guy. Obviously, he's into distilling. He doesn't really like beer, guys. Let's convince him. Oh, th- these two down here, Dave and Paul, they can they can handle that. I mean, we oh, yeah, like we whiskey, too. Yeah, we, we love whiskey, and we love to age beer and whiskey. So yeah, we're down for that. We do. Uh, we work with Ryan with Bruise Beers. We've done several barrels with him. We've done some with Chain Reaction, and we would love to do some. We just dumped some bourbon barrels. We have three bourbon barrels left. If you guys want to come down and uh, we'll yeah. hook you up with a barrel. And you do, really? Yes. That's a good I'll offer, pick, actually. I'll, yeah. I'll pick. I'll pick up a barrel, and then we'll do some fun beer, yeah, and then we'll bring down. you the beer. We'd love we'll that. We'll get you converted. That kind of beer, I might drink. There, I know. A whiskey infused beer. It's your whiskey. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Dustin is asking, are you down with the brown? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whiskey oh, is uh, one of my favorite sidecars. Nice. Sidecars. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Co-pilot, if you will. Yeah, yeah. You look at beer, and it's, we're so spoiled here. I always say, yeah. you, you take out, you say the United States. Oh, amazing. We have a lot of, Colorado, great. Den, we're so blessed to be here in Denver, Colorado. And in Colorado, with we're spoiled with the beer that we have. And you, do people even know it, Craig? Do people realize out there how lucky we are to have guys like this in our state who have a passion every day? They knock it out. I mean, listen to what Casey just said. 
he's on a, like an 18-hour cycle, <laughs> but he believes in what he's doing, and and that's what we have across from us. I mean, guys like Dustin, who is yeah. uh, hey, listen. I'm a hardworking guy, come from Montana, and I came to Colorado, and I'm going to prove that I have what it takes. And he creates rocker spirits. Hey, Dustin, that was pretty dramatic. Boy, <laughs> he's, he's, I, mean, I have what it you're takes. You're a method actor, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, you got to lay off the meth. Here's what's fun. I like to do the elevator speeches. We've got about a minute and a half, and so we'll do this. Uh, Casey, 30-second elevator speech of uh, Launchpad. Why should you, you try it? Launchpad Brewery is a fantastic place that you're going to get to come and try new beers, but there's also styles there that you're going to love uh, that you don't normally will like. But also, it's a place that you can come where it's the 1950s pub where you get to go, and everybody at the bar is the people you know. And a cheers cliche is everybody knows your name. You're going to know them. They're going to know you, and you're going to feel like family. Well done. That was probably 30. He's a, obviously a radio guy. <laughs> no, right, he knows. To the T right there. Good job, man. Here's Boyles doing a commercial. Hey, Peter Boyles. <laughs> this is my guy. My guy. This is my guy. That's right. Dustin, 30 seconds. Uh, you know, what we do down there is, and I say this off cuff, I'm not really selling whiskey. I'm selling a lifestyle. I, I want you to get involved in our brand, our feel, what we are, and the spirit of it. No pun intended. I, I think we make a great bourbon. There's a lot of people that make great bourbons right alongside us. It's just our style. Come and get aboard and embrace our brand and our lifestyle. That's Littleton. Littleton. Yeah, we're in old downtown Littleton, 5587 South Hill. We've got our first block party coming up May 18th, spring whiskey thing. Third annual. Paul, David, I'd give you 30 seconds, but Casey. Well, you know. <laughs> you're welcome. It in, man. You're welcome. Kind of hard to guys, you're going to stick around and party for a little bit? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I all mean, right. That's what I do best. We'll so. see you guys all back here next week on the Modern Eater Show.